For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. Did you know that Charco's Tactical is the country's number one custom gun fabricator? Wholesalers from across the country order custom-grade firearms from Charco's and sell them worldwide. And you know you can walk in and design your custom firearm to meet your specific needs? Theme builds, custom engraving for family names, sports teams, whatever hobby or profession you desire. You can check them out on Instagram for examples of their amazing work. Or you can stop in and see for yourself and design the custom firearm of your dreams. Of course, Shark Coast Tactical is open 10 to 6 daily, closed on Sunday, and always open online 24-7 at Shark Coast uh, Tactical on Bee Ridge Road in Sarasota. Or find them online at sharkcoasttactical.com. Check them out on social media. Stop in there for the best gun deals and make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Mike Calton Show. Um, I, I really I want to play this, but I don't know if I got it sent to myself. Let me just check this real quick. Galvin, I saw this, and I don't know if it's... Oh, yeah. All right. I'm going to play it. I don't know if this is authentic or not. This is the porn star uh, Lisa Ann. I know you've met her before. You know, yeah. Uh, I have. <laughs> I've met her before. Uh, she's been on the show, and uh, I love her, and she's super cool. And this is her being taken out in handcuffs. Have you seen this? Uh, no, but she is trending on Twitter. I, I, I saw it. It must be true. Listen to it. Here we go. I hope she doesn't curse. Oh, come on. You know where she was at? Ah, damn it. Well, it says she was on a Matt Rife show, yeah, and uh, I don't have the audio, but she was being taken away in handcuffs, and she went on to say that she was all she wanted to do was go see her friend Matt Rife, and blah blah blah. And then she issued a statement on Instagram that said that her and Matt had been friends, but they never had actually met. They met once at the AVNs back in the day when he hosted, but this, that, and the other thing. And evidently, she tried to force her way backstage. And uh, they ended up taking her out in handcuffs, which is insane. Because I, have, I would imagine Matt Rife would want her to be there. Yeah, you have the audio. I comment? have the TMZ clip. Yeah. Oh yeah, play that, please. Okay. I did nothing wrong. I didn't touch my phone. I wanted to see Matt Rife because he's a friend of mine. And I go to jail. Yeah, I mean that's basically the gist of it. They're taking away in handcuffs. On TMZ, it said that she was. Uh, they accused her of trying to record the show with her phone. She uh, has a yeah. thing on her uh, on her Twitter. It says, tonight I was arrested and harassed by NYPD. They offered me a choice to be 5150 by ambulance and admitted to the hospital or arrested and put in jail over someone thinking I used my phone during the Matt Rife show. I'm at a loss for words of what I just endure- endured. Oh, it seemed to me like she was trying to go backstage. She's like, I just wanted to see my friend Matt Rife. That seems, that's a real weird, I think she was a little 5150. Well, yeah, psychiatric hold. Yeah. Mm. 51, what did 5150 have to do with her phone? Because she must have talked to them afterwards and they were like, this bitch is nuts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went to go see him while he was here Mm -hmm. in in, uh, St. Petersburg. And a woman left in handcuffs at my show, too. Because of a phone? Because she was nuts. 
because she wouldn't she, stop talking to Matt Reif yeah. while he's doing a show. Okay. She stood up and she's like, I want to thank him. And mm. then finally he's like, okay, what? And she's like, my parents died. And while they were dying, you were the only thing that got me through it. Okay. And, blah, blah, blah. and then he goes, you know what? That's gay. <laughs> it was really funny. And then he uh, and then he proceeded to say, no, thank you. That's very sweet. Mm. But you're interrupting the show. And then during the show, she kept having to scream out to him. And then finally, the, the security went over. She wouldn't leave a security. The cops had to come. The cops, I videoed the whole thing because it was right below me. And the cops had to grab her and drag her out of there. I mean, you must be a lunatic if you aren't an adult and you can't keep your goddamn mouth shut during a, during a concert. Well, the last uh, comedy show I saw, you were there. Uh, Bobby Kelly was there. That little fat guy. Yeah, I wanted to cuff him. Don't call Bobby little. No, fat. no, no. I love that little, that short, fat, dumpy guy with the white shirt. First of all, he should never wear white. That guy. I don't remember this. Where no, was, yeah, you did. Wound up on the bathroom floor. Oh, yeah, the, the cigar. Place. He's sitting in the front talking to the, the Italian girl. Yeah, he's going back and she's eviscerating him. Yeah. Okay. And I felt like saying, you need to stop talking. And he was talking through Bobby the whole thing. Yeah. He drove me nuts. Yeah. I'm he was sorry. the star of the show. Yeah. He, but he yeah. thought he was. Yeah. He, I, uh, I, um, bombed so hard that night that I, I just, <laughs> yeah. blacked it out. Blacked it out. <laughs> that guy was in the bathroom. Mm. And when he went in the bathroom, the cops went in there and my son kind of peeked in and my son said he was thrown up all over yeah, the floor. Was. The bathroom. That was just mess. drunk. That was just drunk. You just Come can't on. handle your own liquor. Come on. At a cigar bar? At, at a, a comedy bar. show? Come on, bro. My first joke that night was, and I thought I was oh, being so witty. Why? I get up there and I go, cigar bar, I go, look at you. I go, you cigar smokers, how bad do you want to SD? Because anybody that's got something that big and long in your mouth, you know you secretly want to SD. Uh, it took three weeks for Bobby to call me and go, can I ask you a question? And I go, what's up? And he goes, in front of the guy who owns Fuente Cigars, <laughs> in a cigar bar, on the stand, the whole place is filled with cigar smokers, and you tell them they all want to be gay. I go, no, I didn't say they want to be gay. So they wanted an SD. He's Cut. like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I go, I don't know. <laughs> the whole night was he, He's right, because if there would have been one guy in a regular bar that was smoking a cigar, then everyone's going to laugh at that guy yeah. and laugh at the yeah. joke. These people don't <laughs> want to admit that they want to do that, so right. they don't laugh. Yeah. Well, you're, you're on stage guy, okay? You've been on stage for a long time. I, I, am, I am too, yeah. right? I've been on stage and been uncomfortable. You were clearly uncomfortable. You were clearly uncomfortable. I've never seen you uncomfortable before. You were clearly uncomfortable. And not uncomfortable because I was not doing well. It was definitely that... That wobbly stage, yeah. All of that cigar smoke yeah. went right. To everything my head together, immediately. everything together, mm-hmm. and the lights. Because I'll stay up there and bomb. I don't have. I don't. Have, that's what I tell my wife. My mm-hmm. wife's like, "Are you gonna do stand up, whatever?" And I go, "Yeah, I have no problem doing stand up because I don't have anything to lose if Correct. I go up there and bomb. Mm-hmm. So I don't care. It's not like I'm not gonna get another comic gig mm-hmm. now. You know, I'm the uh, same way. I've all. I've never told anybody I was good at anything. Right. So that if I bomb, eh, I just keep on trying. Yeah, keep trying. You know, and I also live for experiences. So. I'd rather go up there and try it and do it. So I don't know if you know this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this right now. Um, my niece is in film school at USC. I've heard this, yes. And uh, she, so in her class, she's graduating in May, early. And a part of her, uh, her class, the big project is they submit for an idea for a documentary. Good. And then if they get picked, they fund the documentary to be made. So uh, my niece pitched an idea and got picked for it. And the idea is my brother, who is one of the funniest people I know, why isn't he doing comedy? Why uh, did he choose to to go into the business world as opposed to doing something with his humor? Mm -hmm. Whereas at the same time, me, 
who is not as funny as he is, is in a job with her, where with humor. So it's about that, but also about the tragedies he's had in his life and how that possibly have changed him. Blah, blah, blah. So the idea of the documentary is he is eventually going to uh, go on stage okay. and do uh, a, uh, an open mic at a comedy club. And has he before? No. He never has? Never. And it's already the date's locked in. He texts me the other day. He goes, it's happening on this date at this place in Los Angeles. How nervous is he? I, I don't know. I think with him, it's he's. I think he doesn't want to screw it up, but probably more for my niece than for him. Like he's not. Like but he's if he screws it up, it's not like that's bad for the documentary. That's it's better. Re- 100%. It's, it might. It might be better. Hundred percent. It might be better. So, um, so I don't think. And and he is funny. I think he can pull off. And, and you know, nobody's going up to an open mic and and hitting out of the park. They're up there trying stuff out. They're up there trying to hone their skills. So I don't think it's he fears uh, bombing. It's not like he's. But then I think the next thing is I think he's like at the comedy store after that. Like it's a real legit one. And that's where he could bomb hard. Sure. So, uh, but either way, it's going to be an interesting documentary. I, I think the story idea is great. And when it's done, if it's done right and everything, I mean, I'm looking, I mean, I don't want to say Academy Award, but it you, know, you, you, you never know. Never there's know. different levels of funny. You know, there's, the, there's funny people that can't be funny on all stages. Yes. You know, there's diff, there's that funny person that just says that funny thing every once in a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's the person that's, the life of the party, but you put him on a stage to lock up. There's that person too. Yeah. You know what I mean? My, my friend Nooch is drunk funny. He can only be funny when he's drunk. Okay. When he's, when he's sober, he's yeah. like, Nooch doesn't even talk. Mm. But when he's drunk, he's acting out scenes like Robert De Niro and making Beautiful. the face. You know? yeah. yeah. And then there's, um, can't be funny unless they're racist funny. You know those yeah, guys? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think Gio's not really as much funny as he is just racist. <laughs> I, all my friends in New York, I feel like, are racist funny. Um, but also, I feel like um, uh, Cat Williams is racist funny, too. You know what I mean? uh, Cat Williams is racist funny, but racism, we're all a little racist. We hope everybody understands. We're all a little bit racist. What okay? do you, what do you, well, here's the thing. I, if you ask me if I'm racist, mm. I would say no. If you racist is, if, is a violent, mean word. Right. But if you say just look at black people or Hispanic people a little different, everybody does that. Yeah, no, no, no. And I don't think that's racist. I think it's a little more prejudice. Okay. And I, because ra- in my opinion, if you're racist... I call it the truth. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if you're racist, it's, uh, it's, it involves hatred. And I agree you with look that. At, you could look at a group of people and be like, oh, Puerto Ricans... We overuse the them. word racist. We yeah. overuse oh, yeah. it. Oh, that, that guy said that he's a racist. He, okay, I had somebody... A white person that used to be married to a black person, and a white person saying they're racist. What? Like, right. what are you talking? It's hard about? to call. It's no, it's impossible. Yeah, it's yeah. if you were married to a black person, right. you're, not, you're racist. not racist. I had somebody say I was racist towards white people. I'm like, come on, bro. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, uh, and I, I think uh, let's just. I'm using an example, but you could, you could have a preconceived notion about white people because of the way you've been treated in the past. I but do. It doesn't make you racist. I do. You've, you've experienced it, of course. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's called life. You know, white people and black people and Asian people and Hispanic people and Indian people are not the same. I don't care what anybody said. No, no, definitely not the same. And they all have different cultures. So what's good in one spot yes. is not good in another spot. It's a cu- it's a culture thing. Yeah. So I, I saw an interview. I think it was Denzel Washington. Somebody says, well, "Why does a, why does a black person have to do a black movie?" And he said something about Scorsese and Schindler's List. Oh yeah, and, it was uh, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. And he, he said he it's about great, the culture. Yep, great. Point. He goes, "Do you know what the smell?" I'll ask everybody here. Do you know the smell of a, a hot comb on the stove? No. Nobody even knows what exactly. I'm talking about, yeah. right? That's black culture. My mother had a black a hot comb on the stove and she used to straighten her hair. 
Only black people know what that's about. Right. So if you put that in a movie, it's only really appealing to black culture. And the white culture won't understand that. Sure. In the same way, do you know what it's like to have an 850 credit score? <laughs> no, I saw my I saw my credit score yesterday. I tried to find the yeah. easiest racist joke I could find, but but it's it's funny. But there's some generalities to it. I, I was at your guy, a uh, good guy, uh, golf cart the other day. Oh, I saw Rory, my guy yeah. Rory, and uh, I was going to I I, I bought a uh, a golf cart, uh -huh. um, and I got a lease on it or whatever, and uh, my credit score came up. It's not good. Oh really? No, it's not good. Really? No, it's not good. I'm not good at. Paying stuff sometimes. That's the thing. I'm. I've had the money to pay things, but I don't lazy. have the. Yeah, lazy. Like you know, like like last year I got pulled over because my insurance was done, and I'm like, now my insurance is through the roof. Yeah, yeah they're like, yeah. that's a major violation. I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever, yeah. Dude, whatever. It's just money. I know. It's it's a pain in the ass to do all those things. Thank God Thank you, you want you want to have a fix. Married, I have to. Well, I had I had a wife back in the day, and then you know, as yeah. that stopped, all the stuff that started happening. I think that if my wife and I uh, ever got divorced, that would be the biggest blow to my life, is the organization of my finances. You want the biggest I, blow? I'd miss her eventually. But, eventually. Uh, yeah. Here's going to be the biggest blow, right? When And it's, hopefully it never happens. Eh. But when they say, Mike, gather up all the information for the divorce. Oh. <laughs> you should have heard that one. What? What, what do they want? Well, in, we want to know your life insurance, your this, your, and I was like, I didn't even know I had it. Like yeah. I, I didn't. I don't. I don't know papers, and my wife did all of that. Yeah. So now I have to dig it up. So I had to call her to get. It was just. It wasn't. It wasn't That's good. why whenever my wife goes, "Hey, how's our uh, a portfolio?" I go, oh, "It's not good." I always. <laughs> I go, "What? It's not. It's yeah. not good." I wouldn't even count on it for anything. Just in case we ever anything ever happened, she's mm -hmm. like, "I think we have portfolio." No, 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 no. Good. no, you don't want. It. Well, I'm taking. A, I took a big step. I am now. Um, Officially old people. Yeah. I live in an old folks home now. Oh, you, you said you're moving to 55 I'm moving, and up? I'm moving to 55 and up uh, next door, and uh, that's why I'm using my golf cart. Uh -huh. And uh, I just, I feel different. Boy, you are. <laughs> different now. I feel yeah. liberated, though. I feel liberated. <laughs> you want to talk about race stuff? Yeah. I can't wait till you're rolling around <laughs> in your shorts and your dignitary tank top. Yeah. And all those white ladies. Like, yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you right now, that's going to be a fun life. Yeah, man, I'm going to have a good time. Carefully in uh, the STD rates are through the roof. I've heard that. Yeah. All right, so, you know. I heard they smoke a lot of weed, though, old yeah. people. Yeah. 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 What about the loofahs? you got to figure out the loofah yeah. colors. Oh, yes. you got to figure it out. Especially yeah. with the golf carts. And if you're wearing pineapples and all that kind of stuff. Don't pick the wrong color loofah. We were talking about racism earlier. I don't know whether this is necessarily racist, but I do have some audio of a white guy being derogatory about a black guy. Ooh, I don't know right. if you want to hear that. Uh, Carmen, it, if you can play that, please. Even Ian. I guess they had a sports show for 20 years, never heard of him. That's probably why you don't have a sports show anymore, Ian. Oh! You know what's funny? I wasn't going to say anything because I heard it. I heard it live, and I just like I thought me and Gio was good though. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the re so so the reason why I lost my show was because I, of lack of knowledge. You don't know about Mike Martin. Oh. I think that's AI. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And I, the internet, they really can come up with some crazy stuff that these is, days. Uh, that is not AI. That is GO. <laughs> <laughs> the second his guy, that whatever that baseball guy was, got rejected, GO changed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's oh. a changed person. He's, yeah. He's mad. There's a lot the, of anger in my heart. I'm yeah. sorry. Messing the, with his McDonald's money. Yeah. yeah. The best of the people... 
even over the weekend that still send me the thing that he died. Like I didn't know. <laughs> oh, Gio's gonna be mad. Yeah. Well, either listen to the show or don't listen to the show. But um, I still entertained some people. A woman this weekend was like, Gio got screwed. Why? Because this guy died and is a big deal at FSU. Yeah, at FSU. FSU. He's not a celebrity. He was famous baseball coach at a school, not a celebrity. Go out of Florida and ask people uh, who he is. His name's not yeah. going to ring a bell unless you're into college uh, baseball. Well, even though Gio doesn't think I have any baseball knowledge, I did have a radio show in Tampa for 20-something years. Right. And Ron Diaz, his number one sports baseball. Yep. Jay Retcher's number one sports is, is baseball, and we never brought his name up. Uh, very mm-hmm. interesting. So, very interesting. Uh, or, or USF's coach or Miami's coach or anybody else. You know, yeah, college baseball's not huge. Like college baseball. No, They're they relevant. don't. No, no. Even when they have the draft, nobody's really – it's like one or two prospects that people look at and they get excited, oh, the Rangers got this guy, and then, then nobody else talks about it. You're I'm, not going third third in line. Yes, Carmen. I was going to say, just listen to how angry Geo sounds here. <laughs> That's probably why you don't have a sports show anymore, Ian. Oh! oh. Yeah. Uh, Carmen, I'm sorry. I didn't, how, can you play that again? I couldn't hear it. Yeah, yeah, I got you. That's probably why you don't have a sports show anymore, Ian. Oh! That guy's career, man. Ian, uh, Ian definitely had an exclamation mark after yeah. that. Yeah. Definitely. You know what he means. really wanted to yeah. say. Yeah. Oh, Listen, I, I you felt know what Ian's code for. I felt the, I, I felt attacked. I, I still do. What, I, up, what up, my Ian? Yeah. yeah. I, got you. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I wasn't in the room. I'd put my fists up or something. I, mean, I still know I'm right and everybody's wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I know you got no points. That's all I care about. Yeah, well, it's just, the whole game's rigged. Uh, rigged. It's, rigged. It's a bunch of cheaters. Because the, the guy who won last year. Yeah. Nothing but cheaters. If a person rigs a game, what would they be called? A. (laughs) (laughs) Watch watch out now. (laughs) They would be called uh, a cheater. (laughs) You're all nothing Uh, but cheaters. Just making sure. (laughs) Cheaters. With AI, you can't even say rigger anymore. Uh, It never works out for cheaters. Just wait and see. Wow. All right, listen. Ian is here. Yeah. Uh, we got to take a break, though. We'll take a quick one and come right back. It's a Mike Calder show. We got to talk Super Bowl. Let's go. We got to talk Super Bowl when we come back. It's 1025 The Bone. It's the Mike Calder show on 102.5 The Bone. Now, a bone traffic update from the family.